thank you so much, uh, Tammy, Lyndon, for reading God's Word. Gracias, Tammy, Lyndon, por leer la Palabra de Dios. Again, it's just so good to see the family, the family of Sunrise together. So last week we began this new series of messages uh, called Listen Up. Estamos en una nueva serie, Escuchen. And we started talking about the struggle, the struggle that it is to hear God, the struggle that it is to hear God's voice, to listen to Him. Hablamos de la, la lucha que hay para escuchar la voz de Dios. And so there's a reason for that. And the reason for that is there is a gap between us and God. That gap is caused by our sin. Hay una brecha entre nosotros y Dios por el pecado. And, and because of that gap, we, we can't see God directly. We can't hear from God directly uh, as we can with other people. No podemos ver a Dios ni, ni escuchar a Dios directamente. So then the question comes up, how do we hear from God? How do we know God? And does God speak plainly? ¿Cómo conocemos a Dios? ¿Y es que Dios nos habla claramente? Well, from this text that, that Tammy read, Psalm 19, uh, I, I want to uh, share some verses that I think point to the ways that God does clearly speak to us. Hay unos versículos aquí que nos señala como Dios nos habla. I want to read Psalm 19, and I want to read the, <clears throat> the first four verses, actually, first in Spanish and then in English. Voy a leer los primeros cuatro versículos. This is what God's Word says. Eso es lo que dice. Los cielos... Cuentan la gloria de Dios. El firmamento proclama la obra de sus manos. Un día comparte al otro la noticia. Una noche a la otra se lo hace a saber. Sin palabras, sin lenguaje, sin una voz perceptible. Por toda la tierra resuena su eco. Sus palabras llegan hasta los confines de la tierra. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. Day after day they pour forth speech, night after night they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. This is telling us that God does speak plainly. And how does God speak plainly? Well, God speaks plainly, first of all, through everything He has made. The creation, Dios nos habla claramente en la creación. The heavens are declaring the glory of God. Uh, the, the, the skies are proclaiming what He has done, the work of His hands. <clears throat> Los cielos cuentan la gloria de Dios, el firmamento, uh, uh, lo, la obra de sus manos. And, and it says that God's voice has gone out into all the earth and His words are coming to the ends of the earth. Day after day they pour forth speech. Un día da al otro la noticia, sus palabras van a los confines del mundo. So God is, is speaking through nature, through what he's made, through the sky, the sun, uh, the breeze, the, the, the moon, the trees, everything. Dios habla por medio de todo. You know, I was actually a few nights ago in my backyard and uh, it was just a beautiful evening. I was looking at the sky. Estaba mirando uh, el cielo una, hace unas noches. And, and I have this app on my phone. Maybe you do too. But it's an app where you, you, you point it at the sky and it'll, it'll tell you what you're seeing. It'll tell you where the stars are. Hay una aplicación que te indica dónde están las estrellas. And according to this app, I was seeing Jupiter, Saturn, and the moon all lined up in the southeastern sky. 
vi Júpiter, Saturno y la Luna en una línea. And, and I just sat there for a moment, just transfixed, uh, you know, amazed. Like, those bodies are so very far away, and yet it, it seems like I can reach out and touch them. It's something of the glory of God. Esos planetas parecen estar cerca, pero están tan lejos. Son algo de la gloria de Dios que me cuenta. But we also see God's glory in other things. We see his... His presence in the mountains, in, in the waves, in the, the beauty of the flowers. Vemos a Dios, escuchamos a Dios en las montañas, las horas, olas, las flores. But here's the thing. We also learn and, and understand something of God through the force of nature, through hurricanes and earthquakes and, and tornadoes and blazing heat and freezing cold. Vemos algo de Dios en, en los huracanes, los terremotos, tornados y tal. And animals, animals, we love them so. Why? They tell us something of God, I think. Los animales, people, people made in the image of God. Las personas hechas a imagen de Dios. In fact, I believe God speaks to us through the events of human history, through civilizations, through uh, great truths that people have written. Dios nos habla en la civilización, la historia. It's all talking about God. The whole universe is telling us something about God. Now, there's a name for that. Theologians call this general revelation. Se trata de la revelación general. And... It's what people have experienced for, for so many centuries. In fact, 100 years ago, there was a man by the name of Joyce Kilmer. He wrote a very famous poem about trees. Un hombre, Joyce Kilmer, escribió de los árboles. He said, I think that I shall never see a poem written by a person as lovely as a tree. A tree that looks to God all day and spreads her leafy branches as to pray. Un árbol es tan, tan lindo, un árbol que mira a Dios y siempre está orando. And then he concludes the poem with this. He says, poems were made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. Los poemas los hacen Dios. There's another part of God's creation buzzing around my face right now. Only God can make a tree. Los poemas los hacen necio como yo, dijo. Solo Dios hace un árbol. That was this man looking at a tree And that tree was giving him general revelation. It was showing him something about God. Ese árbol le dio revelación general. So general revelation is, is when God makes him, himself known. He makes himself known in a general way because it's not real exact. But he also makes his, himself known to any and all who would see. Dios se da a saber de forma general a todos y de forma muy general. So here's the question. What can we then know about God just by looking at the world? God's speaking plainly, but what is he saying? ¿Qué podemos saber de Dios solo mirando el mundo? Well, Romans chapter 1, verse 20 uh, and 19 and 20 in the Bible talks about this. So I want to invite you to turn there. Romanos 1, 19 y 20. Listen to this. It says... What may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. That's talking about us. Lo que se puede conocer acerca de Dios es evidente para ellos, pues él mismo se lo ha revelado. And then it goes on. It says, 
since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. Desde la creación del mundo, las cualidades invisibles de Dios, es decir, su eterno poder y su naturaleza divina, se perciben claramente a través de lo que él creó, de modo que nadie tiene excusa. So what's that saying? It's saying that we can clearly know about God. God has chosen to reveal himself to us in the creation. Dios se revela en la creación. What is he saying? What is God telling us through the world he's made? He's telling us, first of all, he exists. There is a God. Nos dice que hay un Dios. And he is powerful. He's glorious. The heavens tell the glory of God and his power. Vemos su eterno poder, su naturaleza divina. We know that there is a divine uh, force behind what we see. And the third thing that we are told through the creation is that we have no excuse to deny God. Tercer lugar, no hay excusa para negar a Dios. You have to literally close your eyes and stop your ears to to not see that there is a divine intelligence behind this world, the design, the, the, the amazing intricacy. Hay que tapar los oídos y, y, y los ojos para ver que, que no hay un Dios en esta creación, o para decir que no hay un Dios. So God makes himself known, and he makes himself known plainly through general revelation. But here's the other thing. We don't always interpret correctly what God is saying. God speaks perfectly through what he's made, but we don't always get the message. No siempre captamos el mensaje. So for example, what do you think God is saying through the waves of the ocean as they hit the shore? What is God saying in that? ¿Qué dice Dios en las olas? Is he saying life is just one problem after the other, like these waves, and you're always going to have problems, and it's never going to get better. Está diciendo hay un problema tras otro, como hay una ola tras otra, or is God saying, my love for you is continual, like the waves on the shore, it keeps coming and coming and coming for you. Is that what God's saying? Está diciendo mi amor por, por ustedes es continuo como, como las olas? Or how about the event that's going on in our world right now, this, this pandemic. I think a lot of us want to know, what in the world is God trying to say to us through this pandemic? ¿Qué quiere decirnos Dios por medio de la pandemia? Is God trying to say, I'm sick of you, so I'm going to make you sick? I'm sick of your sins, so I'm going to give you a disease. Estoy harto de su pecado, así que les voy a enfermar. Or is God saying something else? Is he saying, you know, um, I want you to know that I'm here for you even in the hardest of times. Quiere decirnos que está con nosotros aún en tiempos más duros? It's not exactly clear what God is saying through those kinds of things. We don't always know how to interpret what goes in our, on in our creation. We need God to speak more plainly. Dios tiene que hablarnos más plenamente. And thank God he does. I want to read with you now Psalm 19, verses 7 through 9. Salmo 19, versículo 7. Listen to what this says. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. 
The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. La ley del Señor es perfecta, infunde nuevo aliento. El mandato del Señor es digno de confianza, da sabiduría al sencillo. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. Los preceptos del Señor son rectos, traen alegría al corazón. El mandamiento del Señor es claro, da luz a los ojos. The ordinances of the Lord are sure and altogether righteous. Las sentencias del Señor son verdaderas, todas ellas son justas. What this is talking about is that there is another way that God speaks. God speaks through the creation, general revelation, but God is also chosen to speak through His holy and inspired word, and that is what we would call special revelation. Dios nos habla en su palabra inspirada y santa, una revelación especial. It's special because God has chosen to step in and give us more detail than we could get from looking at the world. And that's important because by looking at the world by itself, there's some things we don't know. We can't know by looking at the world whether God is a personal God. Whether he wants to know us personally. No podemos saber si Dios es personal y quiere conocernos. We, we can't even know by looking at the world whether God is a good God. Because there are good things in the creation, but there are also bad things like wars and, and natural disasters and beasts that can eat us alive. And I mean, is God good? We, we can't exactly tell. Hay problemas, guerras y, y bestias que nos pueden devorar. ¿Es Dios bueno? We don't know for sure. And we can't tell just by looking at the world whether God even loves us. No podemos saber si Dios nos ama. We need more than something natural to tell us about God. We need something supernatural. And that's what His Word gives us. God, through His Spirit, speaks to people who write down the words that He wants to communicate to us about who He is. And what do we learn? We learn that God does indeed have a plan. We learn that God is personal. We learn that God loves us. And we learn that the instruction or the law or the way of God is perfect. It, it, it revives the soul. La ley, la instrucción es, perfect, es perfecta y, y, e infunde nuevo aliento. We learn that God has a certain way He wants us to live. He has commandments that are going to give light to our eyes and, and principles that are going to give joy to our heart if only we would follow them. Hay preceptos para el corazón, but, but here's the thing we also learn from God's Word. There's something that's gone wrong. We've sinned. We're broken. We've failed. Hemos pecado, la palabra nos dice. And because we're broken, the world is broken. And here's the thing. God's Word tells us we can't put it back together again. We can't fix it. We cannot save ourselves. No podemos reparar lo que anda mal con el mundo y con nosotros. And so God's word tells us we need God to speak even more. We need God to speak in a way that's even more plain. Ocupamos que Dios hable de una forma aún más clara. I want to explain what I mean by turning to Hebrews chapter 1, the first three verses, Hebreos capítulo 1. And this is what it says. In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets. And many times and in various ways, Dios muchas veces de varias maneras habló a nuestros antepasados en otras épocas por medio de los profetas. 
That's talking about scripture. That's specific revelation. God spoke in many ways through the prophets. Es, son las escrituras. Dios habló a las profetas. But then it says, in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. En esos días finales ha hablado por medio de su hijo, por medio de él hizo el universo. So God is speaking through his son and his son is the word of God made flesh. Su hijo es el, el verbo hecho hombre and it is the son who is that word who was the power behind the creation of everything. So the son spoke at creation. The, the son through the spirit is spoken through the word and now God speaks through that very son. Dios habla por medio de su hijo and who is the son? says the sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. El hijo es el resplandor de la gloria de Dios y la fiel imagen de lo que es. La imagen exacta de Dios. So God speaks through creation in a general way. Dios habla en la creación de forma general. God speaks through his word, the scriptures, in a very specific way. Dios habla de las escrituras de forma específica, but then these scriptures point to God speaking through his son in an exact way. Dios habla en su hijo de forma exacta. The son is the exact representation of God, the exact revelation of God. And so what does Jesus the son have to say to us? ¿Qué nos dice Jesús? Jesus comes into the creation he's made to fulfill the scriptures he, he inspired to tell us God loves you and I am going to show you the way to live the abundant human life and then I'm going to die for you and rise for you to fix what's wrong in this world. Yo les voy a indicar cómo llevar una vida perfecta y después morir y resucitar para mostrarles la nueva vida y para darles nueva vida. So God is speaking. God speaks plainly through the world, through the scriptures, through his son. Dios nos habla por el mundo, las escrituras, su hijo. The question is this, the same question we asked last week. Are we willing to listen? Are we willing to listen to what God has to say to us? You see, I think what a lot of people end up doing is paying attention to general revelation more than anything. Prestamos atención a la revelación general. In other words, we're trying to read the world and we're trying to figure out from the world the things that we can only figure out from God's word and from his son. Intentamos descifrar del mundo lo que solo podemos saber de Dios y de su hijo y de sus escrituras. And so people are trying to figure out their lives by looking at their circumstances or looking at their relationships or looking at their bank account or looking at other things and saying, what's the meaning of my life? If, if I can be famous, maybe that's the meaning of my life. La gente quiere saber el significado de su vida mirando sus circunstancias, sus relaciones, su chequera. Maybe I can find out who I am by, by pursuing this part of God's creation or, or learning about that. The Belgic Confession is a document from 400 years ago says that there's two books that we can read. There's the book of creation and the book of God's word. Hay el libro de la creación y el libro de la palabra de Dios. The Bible, as you know, has many little books in it. I think God's creation has little books in it. 
La Creación tiene muchos libros. And they're good books. Um, music, medicine, science, history, uh, sports, drama, literature. There's all kinds of cool aspects of God's creation. And, and there's nothing wrong with studying those things and learning from those things and growing and, and, and getting the most you can out of those things. No hay nada malo en sacar todo el jugo de esas cosas estudiándolas. But, but here's the thing. Music is good and beautiful, but music can't make you live longer. La música no puede extender tu, tu vida, aunque sea buena. Medicine. Medicine might make you live longer. It, it might cure some diseases, but medicine can't stop you from dying. La medicina puede prolongar tu vida, pero no, no te detiene de morir. And science. Science can answer all kinds of questions of how things work, what causes what, and where these things came from. But science cannot tell you and me why we are here. Science cannot tell you that there is a purpose for your life or what that purpose is. La ciencia puede decirnos cómo las cosas funcionan, pero no por qué. Por qué estamos aquí, cuál es el propósito de la vida. Science can't give you eternal life. Science can't give you some of the deepest longings of your heart. We have to look beyond the books of this world into God's Word. And from God's Word, the Bible, that specific revelation that tells us more about ourselves and more about our need, we find Jesus, the exact revelation of God. En la Palabra de Dios, esa revelación específica, encontramos a Jesús, la revelación exacta. Jesus is the exact, perfect communication of God. And that is something amazing. So, if God is speaking this plainly, we really shouldn't talk about God as a fuzzy idea or kind of a vague concept. Si, si Dios nos ha hablado claramente, no debemos hablar de Dios en términos vagos. And many people do. Uh, many people have questions like, why is there so much suffering and pain in the world? Why do people die? Why are so many getting sick of this virus? Why do little children suffer? ¿Por qué hay sufrimiento? ¿Por qué hay problemas en el mundo? ¿Por qué mueren las personas este virus? Many questions. What kind of God would permit this? Or what kind of God would do that? ¿Qué tipo de Dios haría esto? ¿Permitiría, permitiría el otro? And when people say that, one of the questions I think we can ask them is, tell me about the God you don't believe in. Tell me about the God you're questioning because the God you're talking about may not be a God I believe in either. El Dios que cuestiones a lo mejor no es el Dios que creo tampoco. The God I believe in has said something about this. The God I believe in has an answer for this. The God I believe in has done something about this. Do you know what God has to say about the suffering and about the hurt and about the, the injustice of our world? ¿Saben lo que Dios dice? Las tragedias, las injusticias del mundo. He has Jesus to say. That's his final word and his good word. Él tiene Jesús que decirnos. Jesus comes down into the very good and perfect creation he made. He comes down into it and he dies 
the most terrible death with the weight of the entire universe upon him. All of our sin, the agonies of hell upon him, he suffers more than any human being ever has or will. Jesús viene y sufre más que cualquier ser humano. He rises up to say, here's my answer. This is what God is like. I think that I shall never see a thing as lovely as Jesus on a tree. Stretch out upon a cross, bleeding and pleading for my cause. Raised up on the third day with arms stretched out to receive me when I pray. Problems were made by fools like me, but only Jesus can set me free. No voy a ver nada más lindo que Jesús sobre un árbol. And so here's the deal. This is what I want to close with. There are two books that we need to pay attention to and one person. Hay dos libros y una persona que valen la pena estudiar. We need to study the book of creation. Study whatever book in creation you're excited about. If it's agriculture, go for it. If it's making things, go for it. Art, science, go for it. Estudien la creación. But we need to study this book. Study God's word. God's speaking plainly. And most of all, we need to study the person of Jesus. Hay que estudiar la persona del Señor Jesús. Why? Because he is the exact communication from God. And a disciple of Jesus, the word disciple means student. We're to be students of that word. Debemos ser estudiantes, discípulos del Señor Jesús. So let's pray together right now and share with God our thanks for what he's given us, his clear communication. Vamos a orar y darle gracias a Dios por su clara comunicación. God, thank you for this beautiful place in this morning where I can be with the body of sunrise that is watching this morning and at other times. I thank you for them and I thank you for revealing yourself to us through many ways. Gracias por revelarnos quien tú eres de muchas formas. Thank you for the beauty of the creation, the trees and the sky and the sunlight. Gracias por la creación. It's saying something about who you are, how great you are. Vemos tus grandezas. Thank you for the Bible. Thank you for the centuries of faithful people who listened and and to whom you spoke and who wrote down these amazing words that, that show us things we could never know by ourselves. Gracias por tu palabra que nos muestra cosas que nunca podríamos saber en nosotros por nuestra propia cuenta. And thank you most of all for coming and sending your son Jesus. Thank you for the word made flesh. Gracias por tu hijo Jesús. May we study and hear what you're saying. You're speaking every day through our world. You're speaking every day through your word. You're speaking every day as your Holy Spirit brings Jesus to our hearts. Hablas cada día en el mundo, en tu Biblia y en Jesús, quien traes a nosotros por medio del Espíritu. So Lord, open us up. Make us willing to receive what you have for us today and always. Que podamos recibir lo que tengas para nosotros hoy y siempre. And we'll give you the thanks. We'll give you the glory because you are great and you are God. Thank you, Lord. Gracias, Señor. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.